increase the power. Turbines to speed. Ready to move us. Before we start, I'd like to say something. There's no reason why you shouldn't have complete confidence in your chances to come out of this thing alive in one piece. From coast to coast, from border to border, from one end to the other, and all points in between. The Classic Guitar Rock Podcast is on. Yes! That's awesome! We crank up and break down the great guitar-driven rock of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And you are invited to come along. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it! And now, your host... Jeremy Lunnan. Yeah, we don't know anything about that fellow there. Well, who is he? Where's he coming from? It's time for the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and it has been too long. I'm super excited to be back with you guys today, and we've got a fun episode. I'm a huge Black Sabbath fan, I'm a huge Judas Priest fan. And I wanted to talk about that time when Rob Halford was in Black Sabbath. So way back in 1992, this was on Aussie's, uh, they called it the No More Tears Tour, but but it kind of became known as the No More Tours Tour, <laughs> because this was supposedly going to be Aussie's last tour, and this was all part of OzFest. And there was some drama around this. Now, this is November of 92. Ronnie James Dio had just reunited with Black Sabbath. And earlier in that summer, in June, they had released the Dehumanizer album. And they were out promoting the Dehumanizer album on tour. And as part of OzFest, they invited Black Sabbath to open for Ozzy. Now, for a fan... That would be awesome. I mean, that would be great to see the the Dio fronted Black Sabbath playing before Ozzy. That would be a perfect bill, I think. Well, it's no secret there was some bad blood between Ozzy and Ronnie. And 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 let's talk about that for a minute. We're going to go way back to 1979-1980. Ozzy is booted from Black Sabbath. Ronnie is brought in from Rainbow to be the new lead singer of Black Sabbath. And those of you too young to remember, there was quite a division at that time. You know, there were a lot of folks that were in the Aussie camp, a lot of folks in the Black Sabbath camp. And Blizzard of Oz came out in 1980. Heaven and Hell came out in 1980. Now, the good news for the fans is they were both excellent albums, super awesome albums, both of them classics. But there was a lot of back and forth between Black Sabbath and Ozzy. Uh, at one point, for instance, I saw Ozzy on the Diary of a Madman tour in 1982. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it was kind of funny. Throughout that tour, he had a little uh, a dwarf, you know, that would you know wear a robe and and just a little guy, a dwarf who occasionally throughout the show would would come out and bring Ozzy a drink or whatever. He'd, you know, walk off and on bringing drinks or whatever. And he was referred to as Ronnie. And then <laughs> middle of the show, uh, they actually hung R Ronnie, the dwarf. You know, they would hang him and he's dangling over Tommy Aldridge like he's, you know, being hung to death. 
Uh, and again, he was referred to as Ronnie that whole time. That, of course, a stab at Ronnie James Dio, who's who's a short guy, short in stature, like five foot three, five foot four. And that was Ozzy's way of of poking fun at Ronnie. And Ronnie, with all the talent that he has, and he's one of the greatest singers of all time, he's got a healthy ego. And he wasn't one to let things like that slide. Obviously, things were said in the press by Ozzy about Dio. I get the impression that Ozzy was just being a goofball. Dio was a bit more pointed in his criticisms, and, and, it, and it just kind of got to be kind of a, a, a big fight in the media and in the press. So there was bad blood between Ozzy and Dio. And when Black Sabbath was invited to open for Ozzy, Dio refused to do it. He would not do it. He just, he felt like it was an insult uh, for them to even consider opening for Ozzy at, at OzFest. And so he said he would not do it. Enter Rob Halford. So Black Sabbath, meaning Tony and Geezer, they invite Halford to come in and sing a few dates with them. This is in November of 92. He actually played two nights at Costa Mesa. And incidentally, he played with him one other time later in 2004 uh, when Ozzy was sick and couldn't play a show. But what we're going to focus on today are these two performances in 1992. So when we come back, we're going to actually dissect some of these performances. We're going to listen to some audio from these two nights way back in November of 1992, that time when Rob Halford joined Black Sabbath. That's coming up on the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Attention, if you live in Spokane, Washington, and have teeth, this message is for you. Braun and Jarvis Family Dentistry knows teeth. Incisors, bicuspids, canines, molars, no tooth is too big or too small. I was delighted and impressed. So impressed, I bought the company. With Braun and Jarvis, you'll have the sweetest grill in the inland northwest. And let's be honest, nobody wants a funky grill. Braun and Jarvis Family Dentistry, 509-464-2391. That's 509-464-2391. Braun and Jarvis Family Dentistry, quality dentistry that doesn't suck. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. We are going back in time in this episode to November of 1992. It's OzFest, and Black Sabbath is opening for Ozzy for two nights. Only Black Sabbath looks different than we've ever seen them looking. They have a different lead singer. 
one Rob Halford from Judas Priest stands in for Ronnie Dio for two nights in November of 1992. And these shows were captured on video. But before we get to that, I have an important message. Have you been thinking about buying a house, but you're just unsure of where to start? First time home buying basics will take a possibly complex and confusing process and make it a breeze. Arizona residential real estate broker Josh Madison will guide you through this step-by-step process as he has with hundreds of clients over the last 20 years. You will learn everything from where to start your journey all the way to closing the sale and getting the keys to your new home into your hands. Josh wrote this book in a short, simple, easy-to-read format of less than 100 pages. And 2021 is a whole new real estate market. Where I live in Spokane, Washington, it is absolutely crazy right now. Probably that way where you are too. So before you hand over any of your valuable information calling realtors or mortgage brokers, check out First Time Home Buying Basics and cover your assets. It's available now in paperback or in ebook form. You can purchase it through the website at madisonmarkets.com. That's Madison, M-A-T-T-I-S-O-N, markets.com. So, the audience shows up for these two dates in Costa Mesa, most of them probably expecting to see Ronnie Dio. Remember, this is pre-internet, okay? This is the early 90s, and this was kind of a last-minute arrangement. Black Sabbath got together in a warehouse somewhere with Rob and practiced a few days before the show and fortunately Halford knew most of the material he did have a teleprompter during during the show but you can tell he's pretty familiar with the material and I think it's awesome and the the audio quality this is a live recording someone just in the crowd is is recording it so it's not the best quality but I wanted to actually go through track by track and at least listen to a little bit of each of these tracks so you get a feel for it. Now, the first one we're going to hear, this is what they opened with, is Mob Rules. One of my favorite songs off the album of the same name from 1981, Mob Rules. Let's check this out. Pretty solid. That sounded pretty good to me. Next, we hear Children of the Grave. Now, let me just say this, and and spoiler alert, right? One of the things about Dio, as much as I love Dio, I'm not wild about the way he sings the Aussie material. And obviously, Aussie can't sing the Dio material. And so when, when Black Sabbath has gotten back with Aussie, they never do the Dio stuff. Which is a shame because the fans like both eras. Most of us fans, anyways. I think Halford is the perfect person to sing both eras. Because he does a great job on both the Aussie era stuff and the Dio era stuff. And so check out Children of the Grave. Here's here's the first time we hear him doing some Aussie era stuff. 
Then after Children of the Grave, they go into one of my favorite songs off of the Heaven and Hell album. This is Children of the Sea. Check this one out. go into another Aussie era tune and my personal opinion of of all the songs that we hear Rob filling in uh, on this is the weakest and it's not bad but I think of all the songs this is the one where he sounds like he struggles the most in terms of finding the melody line this is not a song big on melody anyways this is symptom of the universe but this is the song that that I think is my least favorite of all these tracks that Rob sings on check this out Okay, and then after that, we hear another classic Aussie era tune in the form of NIB. And I think Halford just sounds really good. In fact, he sounds a lot like Ozzy in a lot of these songs. He really gets that feel of Ozzy's tone and delivery. And yet he does such a great job on the Dio stuff, too. It's really good. So so check out this.
All right. I want to play a little clip uh, before the next song. This is just the order it, it actually happened in the concert. But here's a little uh, spoken part where Rob is talking to the crowd and, and talking about this whole thing. And it's kind of interesting. How's it feel now? This is a real trip for me, man, because I've uh, I've been a big Black Sabbath fan since I was uh, this high. <laughs> Black Sabbath uh, came together about the same time as another band from Birmingham that you might have heard of all those years ago, a little, little unknown band called Judas Priest. <laughs> This is a big thrill for me. I want to thank Tony and Geezer and Vinny and Crazy Jump on keyboards for giving me two of the best days of my life for a long time. There's a funny part if you watch the video when uh, Halford's saying, oh, yeah, I've been a fan of Black Sabbath since I was this tall. You know, he kind of looks over at, at Tony and Tony's kind of laughing because they're really pretty much the same age. Rob might be a few years younger, but Priest was really starting out about the same time as Sabbath. So Rob wasn't listening to Sabbath when he was a little kid. He was the same age as they were, basically. But there's kind of a chuckle between he and and Tony as he's talking about how he was so little when he first heard Black Sabbath. Just kind of a funny part. And you notice that Rob sounds very genuine in talking about how much fun he's having doing this and how much he's been a fan of Sabbath. And, and I, I just like this little interchange here with the crowd. It's pretty cool. Okay, then they go into another Dio-era song. This is Die Young. And again, I think Rob is perfectly suited for this song. Check this out. Now we go back to one of the heaviest of heaviest songs, maybe maybe Sabbath's heaviest song. This also from the Aussie era. This is Into the Void, and check out Rob on this one.
notice how they're doing such a great job mixing up the Dio stuff with the Aussie era stuff. It's pretty cool. So on this next song, again, I think Halford sounds great. It's heaven and hell. Okay, so then they go back to another Aussie tune, a classic. And as I hear this, you don't really think of Aussie as having a very high range. You certainly don't think of him as having a high range like Rob sings in. But you can tell as Rob is singing this next song, which is Sweet Leaf, it's way up there. And it's not an easy song to hit those notes. I think Rob does a good job, but it just kind of shows you that in the early days, especially Ozzy was, he had quite a range and he was hitting some notes there. I think this one sounds great. Next up is another great Dio era song from Heaven and Hell. This is Neon Nights. And again, I think Rob just fits in very well here. And then the last song I have, and there's probably some other songs, but the recording I was watching, uh, it ends with this song. This is from Dehumanizer. Now, remember, this is happening in November of 1992, and Dehumanizer came out in June of 1992. So this is the current album that Black Sabbath was out promoting at the time. So I'm sure Rob had to learn this song. This was not one that he already knew. This is a song he had to learn. This is Computer God, and I think he does a good job on this. Wait. 
Okay, so there you have it. Several samples of a little slice of history. Two nights when Rob Halford filled in for Ronnie Dio as Black Sabbath opened for Ozzy at OzFest as part of the uh, No More Tears or No More Tours tour. Now, an interesting little postscript about this. Rob Halford loved it. And remember, at this time... He was, this was before he had left Judas Priest, but he would soon leave Judas Priest and go on and, and do some, some solo stuff. But he really dug it. And he really was interested in this becoming a, a permanent thing. And both Vinny Apice and Tony Iommi both talk about the point how Rob had talked to both of them a lot about how much he enjoyed it and how much he would, he would like to do this. In fact, after the passing of Ronnie Dio, uh, again, Rob expressed interest in doing something, you know, they call it heaven and hell or whatever they like they, they did with Ronnie before Ronnie passed away. Um, but he was very interested in getting back together and doing something. And I, for one, would love to hear a proper studio album with Rob Halford. Really impressed. I think he sounds very good on the Aussie stuff. I think he sounds very good on the Dio stuff. And man, what a treat it would have been to be in the crowd at Costa Mesa that night to, to see that little bit of history. It's unfortunate we don't have better quality recordings because that would, would be cool to see. And I would highly encourage you to go out on YouTube and watch the video because it's, it's pretty cool. You can tell. Rob's enjoying himself. You can tell Tony's enjoying himself. And, and I'm sure just having that energy on the stage uh, at that point would have been a lot of fun. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I'd love to hear your comments on, on this, on anything else. You can always reach us via email at classicguitarrock at mail.com. Please go out to Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us, leave a review. If you like it, share it with your friends. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Oh, sweetly. Please like, subscribe, and share. You can email us at classicguitarrock at mail.com. We're not ordinary people. <laughs> We're morons. We'll see you for the next episode of the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Podcast.